Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, Coxie. How are you? I'm good, Was. How are you? I'm fantastic and I'm super excited. I don't know if I should actually come clean on this. Come on. And tell people what's actually happening here with us. <laughs> We're going high tech. Look out. Da, da, da. Everyone was thinking, oh my gosh, they're finally hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Never. Um, no, it's not happening. Sorry. After the fact that we're both happily married, Extremely. Uh, it's just, it would be unprofessional. It would be a bit weird. It would ruin the podcast. It would ruin the podcast. <laughs> and it is all about the podcast, which incidentally, um, a couple of big anniversaries uh, this past week. We really sound like a married couple now. <laughs> <laughs> Which we haven't made a big deal out of. And I think that's that's sort of uh, in line with yours and my approach to this whole thing is we don't do it for, for us and for the fanfare and the, the hoopla. But um, in this past week, you and I celebrated our 12-month anniversary. We do sound like a married couple. Where's my on, gift? On the podcast. Well, I was waiting for you to send me one first, <laughs> exactly. and then I was going to send you one of the same value or lesser. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, but now it's been a year since we actually first pumped out our our joint episode, and um, you became a permanent feature here on the Tradies in Business podcast. I'm just part of the fixtures now. You're part of the furniture, Coxie. I am. I'm the big, soft, comfortable chair. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I am. I'm like the footstool. You're Uh, the bony footstool. The bony footstool, yeah. (laughs) Um, I could make a joke there, but this is not an FIF episode. This is a Tuesday family episode. So um, so 12 months of us uh, punching out awesome podcast interviews mm-hmm. and uh, and far out on reflection, we've we've done some episodes, we've covered some ground here in the last 12 months. Um, but there was another anniversary and it's five years since I actually kicked off um, what used to be called the Tradies Business Show, uh, which is now this podcast, Tradies in Business. Five years. It's crazy, isn't it? Congratulations. Five years I've had this orange thing stuck in my mouth. <laughs> And I'm referring to my microphone, listeners. It suits you well. <laughs> so uh, we are—we should probably do something for episode 300 because I think oh, we're getting absolutely. close to 300 episodes. Uh, Maybe on we the do a live one if it doesn't yeah. coincide with Christmas, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is a fantastic segue, Coxie. Mm, fancy but that. The, but the other thing I, I, I want to come clean on, listeners, is that Nicole and I are not sitting in the same room. We're not. Despite how good this sounds, well, and I hope that it does sound that's, good. We that's don't very know assumptive yet. because <laughs> I haven't, uh, we haven't done the editing yet. But by the time you're listening to this, so Nicole and I are using this amazing thing called technology to record uh, studio quality audio in our separate studios, and then jam it all together through some magical witchcraft thing, and uh, bring it to you as though we're sitting in the same studio together. It might get noisy now. Because there's a spider on my mic. Spider. Yep. At least you're not screaming. No, he's only little. 
But it's going to it's going to be a noise. Hang on. Don't kill it. You'll upset all the people that would be upset if you killed a spider. It's okay. I did not kill it. Right. Yes. <laughs> How about technology? Right. I know, I know. And, you know, this is this is the thing, and I, I actually want to talk about this in today's episode, which really we agreed at this time of year, it's late November um, by the time you're listening to this, and uh, if you're listening to this in the new year, then where have you been? Uh, why are you so far behind with the podcast and why are you not listening every single week when we release episodes? How terribly rude. I know. But, um. It's a mad time of year. I was I was chatting with my barber this morning. I went and got a quick uh, a quick trim um, after uh, getting some blood sucked out of my arm for some my annual blood tests. But mm-hmm. um, I thought, oh, I'll fly in and grab a quick haircut um, because I was getting sick of my woolly head. And <laughs> um, she asked me what my plans for Christmas were, and I said, oh, you know, told her what I was doing, and I said, I can't even believe we're talking about Christmas already. Like it's November. No. It's really flown by, hasn't it? And and she said, yeah, people keep telling me how many days there are to Christmas. And so <laughs> we were talking about this whole panic uh, that people get into at this time of year. And we see so many trades on the, on the rough end of the pineapple with this because everybody wants everything done before the 24th of December. The world ends at Christmas. Well, it does in Australia. It's a weird mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Northern Hemisphere, yeah, they celebrate Christmas and it's snowing and it's wonderful and they drink eggnog and, you know, make, make snowballs and all that sort of stuff. Um, but down here in Australia, there's this weird thing because it's our summer holidays and it's the long break for school. Mm. There's this, like, flat panic to get everything done and to try and have a an intelligent conversation with a business person between now and the 24th of December is nigh on impossible. Or to just be <laughs> actually to have an intelligent conversation with a client in between now and Christmas is emphatically impossible. I know. And there's, there's this weird state of panic that people get into. And I guess mm. a topic of conversation around this time just about every year is how the heck do we manage our headspace and our energy and our businesses and even our cash flow um, and not literally just drop the ball um, between now? So for the next four weeks, how do we not drop the ball in our business? You know, how do you keep your marketing going consistently? How do you keep working on your systems and keep doing your team meetings and, you know, keep doing your email marketing and your content posting? You know, so many things just get axed. Because mm. everybody just gets in this heightened state of of uh, hyper vigilance, you know, it's like a flighty horse. Every little thing is just like, whoa, whoa, oh my gosh! And and so I thought it would be good for us to just chat about some strategies for our listeners to perhaps rather than just survive the next four or five weeks, mm. is maybe look at it a little differently and turn this into an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. It is an opportunity. It doesn't need to be as stressful as we all feel it is. And it's something, gosh, I didn't even figure it out until probably, I don't know, six or seven years into business when I realized that it was the pressure I was allowing others to place on me that was causing the problem. I knew the job wouldn't be finished by Christmas. I knew there was no way I could get 
X, Y, and Z done. Once I started positioning my clients to understand that, no, it won't be done by Christmas, we're looking at the new year, there will be this break, and educating them on what to expect, everything changed. That pressure lifted. Sure, it's still super busy and there's lots of other stuff going on. It's easy to let go of your regular, um, I guess, working on the business in favour of trying to push out as much work as you can. But once you step back from that and you understand that actually this pressure isn't real, it's not actually even there, it makes a big change to the way that you deal with it as a business owner. Mm, I love that. That's that's like point one is stop step one. bowing to other people's timeframes. Mm. And that, that really carries through the whole year, um, or it should, because mm. so many trades just feel like they need to jump when somebody says, oh, I need it done urgently. Mm. And yeah. <laughs> we do it. It's, it's what tradies do. Yeah. If somebody needs something, they're there to serve. They get up, they do it as quick as they can. They try to fit it in, but they're only creating stress in their own lives. Because despite someone saying that it's urgent, it doesn't actually mean that it is urgent. And how many times have – I mean, you guys in in your building business over the years, and and you know, seen in our our members' businesses where they well push back a little bit and say, okay, yep, that's great. So you need it urgently done by Friday. Can I just ask you a bit more about that and the time mm. frame? And it's not being rude and pushing back, but it is just digging a little on that to find out. Well, how? actually urgent is this is there poo in your lounge room and you know the sewer is <laughs> unloading itself into your house or is it just because you've left the bloody leak dripping for so long that now you just can't handle it anymore and four more days is not going to kill you it's so true it, and it doesn't hurt to probe a bit and understand the true urgency and what's urgent for you might not be urgent for me and vice versa yeah and, and uh, you know, it's just asking some better questions around that and just getting some more facts uh, and and not just because we're in that state of hypervigilance. It's like, oh, my gosh, yep, okay, um, well, I'll just drop everything and be, I'll be there on Friday. And then how many times have you, have you done this, listener, when you turn up on Friday and you see what was apparently urgent, air quotes, yeah, uh, and it's like, oh, man, this could have easily waited a week. I just changed my whole schedule to do this for this person. And Mm. then they're usually the customer that complains about the invoice and they pay late and they don't give you any referrals. So, yeah, just uh, I reckon that's a great one. Stop bowing to other people's timeframes automatically. Mm -hmm. Maybe just dig a little deeper on that. Well, it's only a couple of questions really, isn't it? All we're suggesting here to do is ask some extra questions around what is determined to be urgent and what isn't. Yep. So if you let's say you're a subby and you've got a builder called and there's an issue on site and it's a builder that you work for regularly, that would be something I would shuffle for, but I wouldn't shuffle for the new client that you've never spoken to before who probably doesn't have any ongoing work or is likely to give you the positive review or any positive experience for your business. It's just to place pressure on to get something that they want and need. Love it. And that that leads me to, I'll throw up number two, which is stick to your plan. Yes. So I see a lot of people because of that state of anxiety and panic, they st- they forget about the fact that they have an ideal client avatar or, you know, niche that they're chasing and they forget about the fact that they have payment terms and that they have a sales process 
um, and that they've got a 90-day plan, particularly if they're a trade desk member or, you know, in our high-level drawing boards. Um, you know, those that, that guys, I've I got to find a better way of saying those guys. Um, those peeps, <laughs> I'm just going to start using peeps, y'all. Um, y'all. <laughs> so those peeps have got 90-day plans and they've got strategies yeah. that they're working to and they're ticking them off and week by week they're focusing on, okay, what are we working on this week? And just because other people are racing around like headless chickens doesn't mean that you throw your 90-day plan in the bin and go back to being a firefighter, just running from one spot fire to the next. So stick to your plan. And I see the hangover from people who dump their plans in the bin and just go into panic mode leading up to Christmas. They get to January and February and it's like, whoa, our marketing stopped. And now we have this big hole in our cash flow because we weren't actually chasing the quality work and booking it in for January. We were busy chasing after everybody who said, hey, was jump really high right now. Mm. So, yeah, my my point there would be stick to the plan. As much as you mm, choose to, I mean, as much as possible is 100%, but, you know, stick to the plan. You, you did it for a reason. If you think you need to review your 90-day plan at this point, then yeah, maybe check in and, and have a look at it and say, okay, is this still relevant? Is this marketing still relevant? But don't stop looking for those quality clients. Don't stop posting on the blog. Don't stop doing your before and after shots on social media and your how-to videos on your Insta page. Like, Don't stop that stuff just because other people have lost their marbles. I think we might have put the cart before the horse there because so many of our listeners might not even have a plan. <laughs> well, I have a solution for those people, Coxie. It, it is the <laughs> end of too. a decade after all, apparently. True. Um, whatever that means. Time for another, another BS arbitrary flipping time frame. But anyway, it's the end of a decade. So, hey, what better reason to have a 90-day plan and some 12-month goals and some better direction in your business than rolling into 2020, like 2020 vision, people. Get on board. And, uh, yeah, I, I, look, it's easy not to have a plan. I, well, you see as mm, well as gosh. I do how many tradies we have coming to us. Don't yet have a plan. And that's if I could say there was one critical step that you needed to take for the new year, if you're not already doing it, it's to have a 90-day plan. Now. It's not hard to do. A 90-day plan runs for – how many days does a 90-day plan run for, Coxie? I think maybe 24. Mm. Actually, yeah, you're probably right. It goes for about about <laughs> nine days and then they get bored looking at it and forget all about yes, it and true. the 90-day plan actually is only about nine or ten days. But mm-hmm. if you don't know what the heck we're on about with a 90-day plan, think about it. It's three months, so it's a quarter of a year. Most businesses look at quarterly performance. You know, any big CEO um, is tracking quarterly performance in their business. So do the same in your business. Just because it's just you or you and an apprentice or you and three three tradies and two apprentices, whatever it is, run your business like a big business and you'll start to get big business results. Doesn't mean you've mm. got to be a, a an a-hole and treat your people like crap because that's not how big businesses actually run. Unless, of course, it's the National yeah. Australia Bank and you lay off half your staff and then expect people to stand in a branch for an hour waiting to see somebody. But anyway, I'm not a disgruntled customer <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, no ranting today. It's was. not an FIF episode. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know what a 90-day plan is, ask our Trade Desk members. 
and our drawing board mm-hmm. members. They mm-hmm. are doing 90-day plans on an ongoing basis, particularly our drawing board members where Coxie and I are poking them in the eye um, every week, mm-hmm. actually, uh, to make sure they're every sticking week. to the plan. And not surprisingly, yeah. those peeps are getting results. They're implementing things. They're ticking mm-hmm. boxes. You know, we've got, we've got businesses in there that are on the recruitment drive at the moment. Um, putting on more stuff. At Christmas exactly. time, who would have thought? They're growing and Hello? upscaling and recruiting yeah. and, yep. you know, putting their prices up and all sorts of crazy, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. But Fancy doing that at Christmas time. Because it's time. part of the plan. Exactly. So if you want to find out more about that, obviously you know where to go, the website, all that sort of jazz, right? But um, Trade Desk, there's actually some templates in there um, that you can use to put all this stuff together. Um, mm. and then stick to it, stick to the plan. Christmas is just a blip on the yeah. radar, like the audio meter on the screen in front of me. Just a bunch of blips. <laughs> it's certain ebb and flow yeah, spikes. Yeah. So, uh, getting through, yeah, three. getting through this period, Coxie, what are you thinking? Tip number three for me is making sure that you take some time yes. out. So, I don't mean go for a holiday <laughs> right now in the middle of That's this it. period. That's simply. <laughs> I simply mean, so for the builder and I, it would be to make sure that we sat down at the end of every day and spent half an hour together just talking about something other than the business. It would mean that we might have a date night on the weekend. Ooh. So I'm just talking about nothing X-rated oh. Warwick where your head always yeah. still goes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm talking about just taking some time out for you. It might be water skiing. It might be dirt bike riding. It might be going to the pub with your mates, catching up with your friends for a coffee. Whatever it is, just make sure that you're taking a little bit of time out each week to give your brain that mental space that it needs so that it can run to its premium mm. level. I like it. Taking time you're out. You're taking time out Yes, I was, I was just taking a time out. <laughs> But I think that was more from a punishment point of view. Was timeout? I would mind being sent to timeout. <laughs> adult timeout. What does adult timeout look like? It's probably a bar in Bali or something, isn't it? Oh, that sounds fantastic. I was actually looking at someone this morning who, you know, there's this new wave of people that work from Bali. It kind of looks okay. See, my idea of timeout is, you know, going for a five day hike in the mountains or a solo adventure bike ride to. You know, Central Australia. That's my idea of timeout. It's because you're a little yeah, bit I'm different. A bit different. <laughs> my idea of timeout is lying next to the pool after having just come from a massage or a facial, and somebody's delivering me a cocktail. Well, each to their own. And and, and I'll be there blasting past on the dirt bike, showering sand all over everybody on the beach. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, dear idea. All right, so um, so three is timeout, and. And I, I think, yeah, it's a good one because, again, at this time of year, we start to sacrifice some of the important things. And that, that probably is is going to be mine for number four, if, if I could be so bold, Coxie, is, is um, stick to the habits that have got your results in the past. I know my other one was stick to the plan, but, you know, day to day, don't, don't get swept up in the, pa- <clears throat> pardon me, in the panic and start mm-hmm. sacrificing important things. So I'm, I'm going to call this one uh, know your values and 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 Ooh, know like your that. priorities. So if part of you being able to work hard for long periods of time is that you, you know, you, you 
go to the gym three times a week, keep doing that. Um, mm. if, if it's walking the dog of an afternoon with your missus or your hubby for half an hour, then do that. If it's reading a book, if it's taking, you know, 20 minutes to eat your subway during the middle of the day, keep doing those things because dropping that stuff is actually going to make it harder for you to keep the pace up for the next four weeks. So it's a really Stick good with point. Those, those daily habits that serve you well and, and know your values, you know, don't stop having your date night on a Friday night. Like it, it's really important that you keep that recipe going because otherwise mm. you will burn out. That's you will. And you've just perfectly segued into point number five. <laughs> point number five for me is about nourishing your relationships oh. So I don't necessarily mean the relationship you have with your romantic partner, but I mean Christmas time when you're pressured and stressed and everybody else is pressured and stressed is a great time to nourish your relationships. So your relationships with your clients, your relationships with your suppliers, your staff members, your the team that you build around you, any of those networking people that you have in your life, all of those connections are important to be nourished because at Christmas time, it's very quick to let that go because it's just another thing that you have to do. But it doesn't take much time to check in with someone at the end of the day or to make an extra moment when you're talking about an order that's coming to see how they're going. Those kinds of things will stand you in good stead for the coming year. If you let it go now, it's very hard to call Yeah, it I must admit, I... I have sucked at capturing the essence of the season in business because in previous years I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I really should do something for my clients or my alliances or whatever mm. at Christmas. I'll, I'll do something. I really should do something. And it gets to, you know, the second week of December and I'm like, crap, I really need to do something this week. And next minute it's the 22nd and it's like, well, I kind of missed the boat, didn't I? <laughs> I'll do something next yeah. year. It goes and so fast. It's just as much as I hate the commercialism of it all, um, I think it is a really good opportunity, as you say, to just, yeah, maybe it's it's a bit of me too stuff like everyone else is doing it. So um, I'll jump on as well. But not doing it almost becomes noted. It's like, oh, well, you didn't send a Yes. I got a Christmas card from all my other suppliers, but you didn't send me one. Uh, yes. And it's not hard yeah. to do again. And if you've planned it into your 90-day plan, you will have time oh, in there to nourish those nice relationships. Way to uh, tip the hat to one of our previous points, Coxie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did have another one to go into, but it's just gone in well, one ear. Well, I, I want to chuck one in there as number six, and then how about you wrap it up with, with number seven? So this will be our seven, oh, seven ways to uh, – um, turn the silly season into a positive. Um, so mm-hmm. number six, I actually, it's sort of, it's a little bit related to five. It's like 5.1 um, is remember the reason for the damn season and whatever your beliefs, yes. if you're a Christian or a Muslim or a Calathumpian or whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, whatever your reason for Christmas is or whatever you take from that, uh, just remember that it's not about, getting as much work done as possible or getting swept up, I think, in the hype. Um, And, you know, some of these are are fairly closely related, but just check back in. It's like, well, what what does 
this time of year, whether you call it summer holidays or whether you call it Christmas, I don't really care. But what does it actually mean to you and what's most important about it? And try and bring that into your business and your business dealings, you know, be be a leader out there in your business and in your industry. And instead of being another stressed out, angry, burned out tradie, why not choose to be that person who's like, hey, just chill, man. You know, we'll get out there. We'll get out there. What if we come on Monday instead of Friday? And that way we'll all be a lot less stressed. You'll still get the job done. We'll do a better quality work and we'll be able to do it at probably a reasonable price as well. But if you're going to, you know, if you're going to lose your berries about having it done this Friday because the ham's being delivered on Monday, that's going to be bad for all of us. So would you be willing to work with us on that, Bob? Uh, It's like, you know, be a leader, stand out from the crowd and, and, you know, be someone who's willing to represent what holidays and summer here in Australia and Christmas and everything could actually be all about instead of this manic thing that Everyone complains about it. Everyone I talk to at this time of year, it's like, oh, I hate this time of year. I bloody hate Christmas and it's crazy. I can't get a car park. And the queue at, at, uh, at Dan Murphy's was, you know, half an hour long the other day. I couldn't even get me six pack. Uh, it's just, it doesn't have to be that way, but it requires each of us as individuals to be willing to actually lead and be different. That's my number six. Mm. I like it. What's, that was a good one. Oh, I've got number go. seven. I, I I've remembered. As like, Are you on, ready? Roxy, I'm, I'm watching your face up. on the video here going, <laughs> I think she's got number seven ready to go. I've got it. I'm ready. It's reflection. It's the one thing we all forget to do because we're too busy. But take a moment to pause and reflect over the year that you've had. Have a think about the changes you've made in your business. Have a think about where you've come from at the beginning of the year, what's changed to get you to this point at the end of the year, reflect over what you might like to achieve next year. Start to plan. Start to get excited about the future. When you're thinking about something other than the busy hustle bustle of right here and now, you start to feel a little bit more grateful for the journey that you've been on. And, oh, my goodness, when we're feeling grateful, things go well. It's a really simple one, reflection. It's something we should all be doing over this period. I like reflecting in the bottom of a wine glass. Yeah. I don't believe you ever reflect in the bottom of a wine glass. No, I, I do have the odd glass of wine, Coxie. It's very, it's very odd. You do though. very rarely. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah, I like that one. It's just um, a bit of navel gazing is good, and it is good. And no, no, that's okay. Sorry, uh, you, were, you were more excited than me about what you were going to say. You should say yours. <laughs> I was just going to say. I think one of the big things that we do as business owners as well over the Christmas break is totally let go of the business, but that's not always the best thing to do. It's a great time to start to plan and dream about what you'd like to see yeah. change in and, the future. And in fact, you know, but a shameless reference back to Trade Desk and Drawing Board and our one-on-one clients is part of what we, you know, depending on the level of accountability that they pay us for, um, Part of their work over Christmas as, as you know, working with us is to actually sit down and start thinking about 2020. Mm. What do they want it to look like? What are some key things they need to get out of next year to feel like it's been successful? And actually using that time mm. away from the day-to-day manic business stuff to work on the business. 
it's the perfect time to do it. And, you mm. know, so many of us are catching up with family and, and we have that little bit of space to do exactly what you said is reflect on, well, how did we go this year? I mean, how am I feeling about it all? And am I happy with that? And I don't know. And often it's a time for people to, to do the whole New Year's resolution thing, but, you know, make it more about mm-hmm. setting an intention for the coming year. It's like, you know, have a look at 2019. How did that roll for you? What would you change? 2020 is the opportunity to do it. So take that week or three weeks or whatever you tend to do over, over the Christmas period uh, or the summer holidays. And, um, and yeah, jot some stuff down, Coxie. Write down your reflections. Mm, it's not hard to and do. Then, um, and then join the trade it. desk or the drawing board and share it with us. And we will rub your <laughs> nose in it every single week to make sure you do it. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good at that. Like their little puppies, we're going to rub their nose in a poor little thing. reflection. I love it. So there is seven ways to. Oh, what what can we? What wanky slogan can I come up with, Coxie? To thrive, not survive this silly season. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Nobody's going to listen except, to this except podcast it should if be you call to, it that. Um, thrive, not th- survive this silly season. <laughs> what about smash, smash through the, the silly, silly season? <laughs> I'll stop yes, it. Yes, I like it. Um, yeah, there's some good points in there, actually. I, I should probably implement some of those in my life. <laughs> I think both of us could take a leaf to be out, brutally out, honest, out of our own book. Before we hit record on this episode, Coxie and I both sat here on the microphone <laughs> going, oh, my gosh, I need a holiday. <laughs> We did, didn't we? We did it really uh, well. We had a good old bitch yeah, session. because it has been a busy year for us. And I'd, I'd probably uh, – I, I, I wouldn't mind just wrapping this episode up, Coxie, with a bit of a – not a year that was for us. We might do that um, over the coming weeks as an ep. But uh, we've, we've had some big stuff this year, you know, 12 months on the podcast. We've been actually working together on Tradies in Business now for 18 months or more. Um, we have mm-hmm. released mm-hmm. like – three, four products, um, you know, we've, we've uh, revamped mm-hmm. both of our websites, uh, you know, we've, we've knocked mm-hmm. out nearly 100 episodes together on the podcast, um, we've actually employed our first team member, um, which is super exciting. I know, I'm so yeah, excited yeah. about so our first team that's member. That's already going really well, so expect to see uh, her posting in the group and uh, responding to some of your questions and getting more involved in our business. And so we've got some big plans for 2020. Um, We've got more new products uh, um, being worked on at the moment. We're going to launch a new um, Tradie Business Essentials program into the new year. We've got some small downloadables that you can grab for about the price of a six-pack or a carton of Siggies. Um, I can't believe the cost of Siggies these days. Cancer sticks are expensive. They are expensive. Oh, my gosh. I was standing at the grocery store buying eggs or something the other day, something healthy, and um, the person ahead of me was umming and ahhing over which which packet to get because they had some special offers on, but, of course, they can't display any of the product and you've got to ask about it. And and I'm standing there going, come on, it's Christmas. I've got to get out of here. I've got so much to do. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, she opened the roller door on the cabinet. I looked at the prices and I, I actually asked the checkout um, attendant to be uh, gender correct and uh, I said how many 
how many cigarettes in one of those packets for $23? And she said, 20. I was like, you're kidding me, right? She said, no, that's some of the cheaper ones. She said, the, the premium ones, it's like, you know, you get 15 in a pack for like 30 bucks or something. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I had some cheese, so I preferred to eat cheeses. But um, yeah, that's a lot of cash for some uh, for some coffin nails. But anyway, um, yeah. So new products next year. Uh, <laughs> we're 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 going to do a live. We're, we're going to do a meetup somewhere, Coxie. We're going to do a few. And, it's time. And uh, we've just got to get the right town and the right people. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get out there amongst our tradie community. So we've got big plans for 2020. Um, we do. St- we should do a stadium tour. <laughs> Which stadium? Like we'll do the Wagga <laughs> Soccer Stadium or something. Can yeah, we? Well, Wagga's perfect. Yeah. It's we'll my hometown. We'll drop we'll in there. we'll the War Memorial That'll or something. Because that's my birthplace. We'll, we'll do, yeah. we'll do oh, the I steps like of it. Parliament House in Canberra. <laughs> Probably get arrested. <laughs> Have all yeah, the politicians throwing um, eggs at us. So yeah, we got a we got a big twenty twenty coming. Um <laughs> and we'd love to hear what your plans are for twenty twenty. What's what's your twenty twenty vision? Mm, please tell oh. us. <laughs> and I've got plans for more Good corny one liners, puns, and dad jokes. I'll You're be getting working so on my good A at game twenty twenty, eh? I think you got the hole in the bonbons. <laughs> Do you know, at Christmas I, I had time. a gig writing those. No, I'm only kidding. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, all right, I should stop dribbling. Um, this is meant to be a very informative how-to episode and I'm slowly spiraling off into an FIF style uh, dribble because it, yes. it is Friday. Maybe yeah. we should record so, uh, one of look, those next. Um, tell us what you think of our seven ways to crush Christmas. Um uh, yeah, so uh, stop bowing to other people's time frames. Stick to your plan, your 90-day plan. Take time out. Uh, make sure you keep the daily habits going. Nourish your relationships. Stand out and be a leader at Christmas time. Don't be like everybody else, you know. Be calm and nice. And um, and take some time for reflection. There's our seven things. It's like the seven dwarves. I, I've, I think I've impressed myself. That's a we good list that we've made into a there. Blog or something useful. Yeah, yeah. We should. I think it would help a lot of people. Um, so thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us for the last year. It's been fantastic to see our listener numbers grow and uh, the level of interaction and the number of listeners who have actually jumped on and joined the trade desk and the drawing board. It's really awesome to see uh, people stepping up mm. and taking some responsibility for their results um, and entrusting us with that. So we, we're very grateful for the opportunity to work with those of you who have done that and to all of you in the free group as well um, on Facebook it's great to see that growing. We're approaching 1,500 trade business owners, which is just mind-blowing um, to see so many people in there and some fantastic awesome. conversations. And uh, and we're looking to uh, step things up even more in 2020 with you all. So, um, hooroo. Thanks for being here. How do I stop this thing? You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.